Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. I see it all the time. I've lived it myself, addicted to healing. What do I mean by that? I'm not talking about, uh, you know, like getting sick or injured all the time and needing to get better. There might be another episode. I'm talking about the people that have done work with a coach or a kinesiologist or an energy healer or Reiki or any of those different modalities kinesiologist did i say that i think i probably said that twice (laughs) but it keeps you dependent dependent on the system the ability to process emotions to process different things that come up to have tools and strategies to be able to self-heal that's where real power comes we want to come to a place of interdependency which means we're not we're no we're never dependent on someone but we can create amazing relationships where we can choose that well, dependency. We can choose if we want to allow someone to help us and guide us, but it's not something that we need to do. I heard, uh, I heard someone say the, that WhatsApp, WhatsApp groups are the home of the dependent. It's like they need to have either their validation or their um, uh, validation for the pain they're going through or validation for how well they're going or whatever else it is. Now, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have people to, to validate you so you know you're on the right path. But it's also nice to have a space where you can talk about different things. It's not healthy if it's what you're doing all the time and you're hanging out with other people who are doing it all the time too, where it's a constant place of needing that person to come and make it all right. I was in the group coaching this week, one of my clients was talking about how well, just how far she's come to be in that place. 
when she started off working with me, there was a fair bit of time where she was asking lots of questions and and um, needing to have me tell her she's she's right or wrong or help her out different situations, and and that's part of the role, right? But there are also times where I asked a question of her to just sit and reflect, and there are other times where I left her question unanswered for some time, so she had to sit with it. I equate it to uh, back in the corporate days when I was a manager and we would have uh, like training days and you'd have a whole lot of missed calls. And in when if you're in the office, you would have helped people, but because you're not there, they, the, the missed call originally was a message saying, oh, I need help with this, this, and this. And then there's a call two hours later going, it's all right, I'll sort it myself. So giving people space, giving the client space to actually be able to process on their own. Now, not everything you can process on your own. That's where you get help. But it's when you don't even try to help yourself, when you don't actually have the tools, so you just go and, oh, I'll just outsource this. But ultimately, you can't outsource your stuff forever because it will come back to bite you. So that client now talked about how she used to wake up in the middle of the night fretting and thinking about all these different things. And... Who's going to save me? I need to, if only this will show up, or if only this person will show up, or only if this will come and, or, or this bit of news or whatever. And, and she said recently she woke up in the middle of the night and had a realization of, I need to save myself. Who's there to save me? Me. Now, part of why we don't want to do it on our own is because we don't trust ourselves fully. We're worried we might get it wrong. We might make a mistake. That the solution we've come up with is not right. So we don't trust ourselves. So we continue to outsource and be dependent on others. Now, where does that lack of trust come from? It comes from patterns from a young age of people not trusting us. You think about when you're young and, you, and you're like, you're left to your own devices and you try something and you get it wrong, or then you have someone, an adult, come back and go, oh, you did that all wrong. Or even if, you, even if you've done a really good job for your age, you might still get a negative comment. I remember my sister talking about um, she'd got 90 something on a math test and my dad in jest as a joke oh what happened with the other seven percent or whatever it was now of course he was tongue-in-cheek but for a young mind you create story around that or maybe he wasn't so tongue-in-cheek i don't know there might have been a bit of truth often when we have a bit of a joke about things there's an element of truth to it but those patterns and those messages we hear enough, then we do, it does erode our trust. And then we get to adults and we have these same situations come and just confirm to us that we're not trustworthy because the most important people in our life don't trust us because we have these different times where we don't get 100% right and the reaction from people is not good. But you can change this and you can learn to trust yourself again and you can be self-determining. 
You can learn to take yourself through even the most challenging of situations. And sure, there'll be times where you're like, oh, I just want to ring someone and reach out for help. And sometimes that is important. But not until you've exhausted all possibilities and you've had a crack at it. Because this skill, this ability to problem solve yourself, particularly around your own health, around your own growth, absolute game changer. The freedom that you will feel where instead of having to go, oh, I'll just ring this person or I'll speak to this person, I'll book an appointment here. You go, okay, I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to take myself through and I know the steps that I know work for me. This will set you free. Now, this is why I love to help my clients with these sort of tools so that they can have the tools to go away and do this themselves. That old adage, fish for a man, you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for life. And that's my intention, to give people the skills that they are going to be able to take forward for the rest of their life. One of the great parts of the growth journey I've been on is being able to pass on so much of this knowledge to my children and watching them develop their skills and to find that independence. One of the greatest skills you can teach your children. I'll leave it there for today. Enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.